Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. It's uh, time for another weekend update. You heard uh, John Kirby a couple of days ago say when he was asked about the corruption in the Biden family, uh, oh, that's been addressed. Uh, it's nonsense. It has no way. I mean, come on, John. There are there are videos from the laptop. They they admitted in, in, in uh, Hunter's text about uh, being involved with different people over in China. And the, and the big guy. Who's the big guy? Well, they've already identified that's Joe. But the funny thing is they're going after Trump, 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 Trump. If somebody actually in their real life did as many things that he did back to back to back and, you know, and all the multiple things within each charge, uh, it's, it, it, well, it's an impossibility. But, you know, you got to sit there. They go beyond belief. I saw somebody posting Oh, you're not going to believe this. And then they talk about, you know, the audio tape, the bombshell audio tape, you know, and then, okay. It's funny, though, the document that he's talking about or supposedly talking about, and I heard the audio tape, and I'm going, you know, there's really nothing there, but they're making a, a mountain out of a, a molehill. You mean uh, the audio tape about Trump? Is that what you're saying? That Yeah, yeah. the audio tape that Trump... Uh, admitted that uh, he had the the Iran document about oh. going to war with them and taking them okay whatever they've looked for the document they can't find the document mm. it doesn't exist you know so what does that tell you the, everything that they're doing right now uh with Trump is fabricated everything i mean think about this for a second you have joe biden and you have um, Mike Pence. Both of them were vice presidents at the time when they took all those classified documents to their uh, homes. I mean, Biden, he put them in the garage. And Pence had them in his house, too. But they just said yesterday that Pence is cleared. There's nothing to see here. No problem. Just keep moving along. In the meantime, uh, in the meantime you've got what's-his-face Smith the prosecutor, he's down there. Uh, he's he's getting ready to indict Trump for not not for the classified documents. That's mm -hmm. that's being pushed aside. They want to get him on obstruction of justice. How that that? Hey, I have no idea. I mean, well, you know what they're also doing is down in Georgia. That little prosecutor down there. Well, it's going to be August before we can get everything in down here in Georgia yeah, to indict Trump. Yeah, it is just in time before the elections that we are going to indict him. See, we're going using the state's racketeering laws here because, you know, yeah. some of his communications went outside of the state, so we have to go out and that falls in our racketeering laws. You know, in other words, we got nothing, so we're going to sit there and take this gonna, nothing and put it with that nothing and make it something. They're going to they're going to keep dumping stuff on Trump at key moments right up until the election. Trust me, it is yeah. it is not going to be. Uh, it's not going to end. You know, they no. could destroy the man and get him. They could strip him down to his underwear, and they will. Well, sell, it, they're going to say it's not at all. What's, what's the we saying? The saying is, it's not the it's not the the result; it's the process. It's not the result of the charges. I mean, he'll probably get off on everything, but the process by itself the the perp walking into court with armed guards and all that stuff that is a sign of quote guilt, and that has a negative uh, effect on on. But what they've missed 
misjudged, the left has misjudged that the Trump supporters have had enough of this crap. They have had enough. Did you see him when he was out in Iowa? Um, he walked into a, a, like a gymnasium. It was a, like an impromptu thing. The place was packed, and they were cheering him on. Yeah, yeah. Now, you look at Radar Online. By the way, line your birdcage with it. But anyway, they, they had an article. That they're, they're saying that Trump has crossed the line. Now, Aaron Johnson wrote this story. But he sat there and he said that Trump has crossed the line, attacked a MAGA loyalist, Kelly McEnany. Uh, you know what? She was never, never, ever a loyalist. At best, she is an opportunist. And yeah, you know, she she turned coat on her what she was saying she was all about, yeah. and then she became his uh, his what press secretary. And you know, I even said, hey, hey, uh, waved at her, you know, at one of the rallies and stuff like that. But she was a good now, employee. She was a good employee at the time. And that's what she is, a good employee, loyal to whoever pays her check. And yes. now she's over at Fox. Well, Fox is a conservative outlet. The hell it is. Yeah. And now she's sitting there throwing mud again. So he had every damn right in the world yep. to sit there and attack her. But he's going, his article is, uh, Aaron Johnson's article is, that Trump had a mind fart. No, excuse no, he me, didn't. Aaron. No. It was your article that is mind farting because you sat there, you wrote a mind fart because you didn't acknowledge the fact that she never was a loyalist. Yeah. Well, I, there's as, the mind fart. As far as I'm concerned, you're wasting your breath trying to ex to get these people to admit they're wrong. This is their job at uh, these different outlets. It's to muddy the water. It's to cover President Trump with... Uh, allegations that have no merit this is what it's all about well i see something else going on from the news but let's let's talk about a few things so they got through the the budget which is raised which we i don't think anybody wins on this uh it should have never happened we need to we need to address our debt answer our debt and get rid of our debt take the pill now and it's painful but it wouldn't last long, and we'll be back. There's a lot of ways that we can save the things right now that we hold near and dear that they use as a fear tactic towards us. But they got that going on. Oh, surprise to all the economists, 320,000 jobs were added. Well, okay, that's great. Where? Um, I don't see Biden him. spoke to the nation last night about the budget, uh, You know, taking a victory lap because with no matter what you say, no matter what the the right says, they they got taken to the cleaners uh, by Joe oh, and his absolutely. people. But uh, Joe said this, and I want you to listen very carefully to what he says. We're all on a much more fiscally responsible course than the one I inherited when I took office four years ago. When I came to office, the deficit had increased every year the previous four years. And nearly $8 trillion were added to the national debt in the last administration. And now we're turning things around. And that's good for America. You know, my dad used to have an expression. He oh, said, Joey, goes. don't tell me what you uh, value. Show me your budget. I'll tell you what you value. Uh, that's at the heart I'm of so debate. sick of his phony, hokey, pokey, personal. My dad used to say. Christ. You know what my dad used to say? What? If you can't pay your bills, you're a bum. <laughs> that's true. 
That's true. You yeah. got to borrow money. You're yeah. a bum. Well, what, I'm, what is, I'm actually serious. That's what he well, said. Well, I believe that, and I think that if you look to the guy we just heard talking, he's a bum. And he hasn't been president for four years. And guess what, hasn't. Joe? The budget hasn't been balanced in a long damn time. We've had a deficit forever. People out there are going to say, you know, uh, I, I didn't hit. What did he say? We're all on a much more fiscally responsible course than the one oh, I yeah. inherited when I took office four years ago. <laughs> when I hey, took well, no, 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 Joe, you <laughs> helped create it when you were a vice president. Oh, uh, when I took so, office you know, four years ago. inherit nothing. You, you're, you're just, you know, it's your family heirloom. This is part of, this is part of your legacy of, of, of debt. Well, you did it with Obama and yeah, Trump had to raise, you know, the debt ceiling too, but not like it is now. I'm sorry, dude. The hits just keep on coming. Uh, I don't know that you heard this yesterday. There was a, uh, a children's choir, a youth mm -hmm. choir, that was invited by three representatives to uh, visit the nation's capital and to sing the national anthem in the rotunda, which sounded a little bit like this. stop they stop mid second chorus mm -hmm. do you know why they stop mid second chorus because it's offensive a capitol police officer told the choir director to stop singing the national anthem in the capitol rotunda the national anthem now the the update on this is that kevin mccarthy has issued an apology and an invitation to that choir to please come back and sing it with his endorsement in the rotunda but the mere fact I, if i were the choir i wouldn't come back the mere fact that the capitol police did that they had the audacity to do you know somebody had to tell that cop to do that mm -hmm. he, he, that cop just didn't decide on his own to stop those kids some higher up had to say that's offensive we shouldn't have them singing the national anthem in our capital. When I saw that, my my stomach went in nuts. I mean, this is the, the nation's capital. This is the thing that you worried about January 6th being assaulted. And uh, you know what? We're probably the only government that would stop the singing of children singing its own national anthem and would burn its own flag. If you If you went to any other country and burned their flag, you would be probably quartered and shot. Yeah, that's another thing entirely. You see what they're doing with the flag now, the pride flag? They're, well, Wisconsin, now they fly it. Now, you know, well, to be honest with you. Every embassy in the world, every U.S. embassy in the in the world. Well, Joe did that back when he first came in. But he did it on, this is Pride Month, so every yeah. embassy, is. they were given the flag. I'm going to stand you corrected there. No. 28th is Pride Day. This month has been, in there. I don't think it was officially adopted as Pride Month. It just get it became through osmosis. But I thought earlier in the year there was 
a Pride Week. I mean, how many Pride Days are there? And I'm not saying you hey, can't listen. be proud of how you feel in that flag. I got but a I'm question. Just saying, how come you have one Memorial Day, one Veterans Day? These are guys who gave their lives. Well, because so who for gives the a flip about this country? Apparently, you know, the, the people don't because they don't stand up for it. I am not arguing Black Cultural Month. I think it's a great thing. You know, it's part of it's part of our heritage. They, you know, and I don't want to it's say divisive. Like, I want to say we. It's divisive. In my opinion, it's divisive. I mean, I mean, well, it is divisive because you what you're having here is you've taken you know people that are gay with gay pride. Okay, great, you got a flag. You know who's got a flag here? But but we have been divided into little you know groups. All right, and then uh, you know, oh, you're a Westerner. Oh, you're 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 a white settler. Ah, uh, you know what? You're the majority, but these groups outweigh you. So who's the minority here, and who's who's dominant here? And that it's going to sound racist. I'm not a racist. I don't care where you come from, or if you were born here or born anywhere else. I don't care. You know, but we live in the United States. These things started out as PR things, you know, uh, Black Pride Month. uh, uh, And then we had, you know, Gay Pride Month. And first, I think it was Gay Pride Week. Then it'd be Gay Pride Month. And I mean, they're getting more celebration on these days than they do at Christmas. I've seen crosswalks in some towns that are gay communities. And that's great, you know, but they they have the the pride colors there. And. But, you know, it isn't, I, I, in my opinion, I, I think that those things have got to stop. Let's get back to being American. Let's get back to being one country. You want to have a certain sexuality? That's your business. It's, it shouldn't be illegal. It should be accepted. You, you know, you want to you be gay. You want to have a, a relationship with somebody of the same sex. That's your right. Okay, that's it's a free country. But to make you exceptional for this, to make you bigger than life because you're gay, that's what they're trying to do right now. They're trying to make these uh, outlier uh, lifestyles bigger than they are. That's why when you walked into Target up until a week ago, they had those uh, displays all over the place of uh, children in in unisex clothes, uh, it was well. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you've got then you bring in the drag queens, okay? And I'm sitting there going. Uh, is when they get to the perverted and lascivious stuff that I sit there and I go, okay, got to draw the line there. Like there was a show that was on TV. I didn't watch it. Didn't want to see it, you know, but I saw they'd got it for the month. I think it's on Paramount. It's uh queen of the universe. It's drag Queens, you know, flaunting, uh, their junk and uh, singing songs. And I'm going, Oh, that's special. Um, and uh, I'm going to get a lot of complaints on that. And I realize it and I'm not putting those guys down. If that's what they want to do, do it in their privacy. This is not something for public TV because it's just not. Uh, I, I just read where Disney is coming out on their Disney Plus channel with a, a series where the uh, woman lead falls in love with Satan. Okay? Oh, that's a good one. And that's gotten green light, green lit, meaning they're going to shoot that. That's a well, series you know that's going to go. I got to ask a question. If you don't believe in God then you don't believe in Satan. He can't exist either. He can't have a God with, with a, you know, he can't have Satan without God, right? Am I, or am I wrong in that? No, I, I would think that you're right. I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, if, but a lot of people say they're atheists and uh, they really aren't. I mean, we've talked about this before. When you see, you hear about people who proclaim to be atheists all their lives and then when they're on death's door, 
uh, they're, they're saying a prayer. Oh, God, help me. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. it's, oh, oh yeah. it's yeah. they if find you've ever been in the intensive care, which I have, yes. and you hear the people screaming at night, and then, you know, a nurse finally comes in. What the hell's going on down? Uh, somebody just passed away. You know, you're like, uh, uh, <clears throat> I'm on the same floor, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there's a lot of stuff going, a lot of noise out there. You know, ever notice that we're being bombarded with all of this propaganda, all of this nonsense, while in the background things continue to happen, like uh, the people on the border are coming across at record numbers, but they're not talking about it right now because, well, it's Gay Pride Month, and we've got to talk about pride, and that has to take up a segment of the show. And I mean, all these different... Uh, I think I mentioned to you off off air that uh, Fox & Friends uh, opened their show, I think, on June 1st with a big uh, salute to the celebration of uh, Pride Month. And I thought, come on, guys. Yeah, there are more important things in the world to be talking about right now than Pride Month or Irish Month or Italian Month or or Black Pride Month. All these things divide us as a nation. They divide. <laughs> well, that's you. what they, they want to do. But some things they want to erase. Like now, I asked a question to you before the show, and there was a purpose to it because. I asked you if it's legal to fly the Nazi flag in the United States, which I don't want to see the Nazi flag fly. I really don't. And you said, no, it's illegal. I thought it was, yeah. It's not. Right. As a matter of but, fact, but, you know, this, they, they, remember that truck hit the uh, White House gate last week? He had a Nazi flag in the back, and they, they put it on the ground and displayed it like, oh, look what we found here. Well, apparently, based upon what we read this morning— after we did a, a little fact he check, law. he didn't break any laws. No. You are free to fly any nation's flag at your home or anywhere in this here United States. You can fly the uh, the Black Pride uh, flag. You can uh, Black Lives Matter. You can fly uh, the Gay Pride man, uh, flag. You can fly any flag you damn well please because we are a free country and as long as you're doing it with respect, nobody else should be able to say anything towards you. You can fly the rebel flag if you want. Of course, that's you been know? nixed by the left right now. The The uh, Confederate flag is there to And all the Confederate stuff came down and sure. everything. And I'm like going, but it is a part of history. And, you know, when you blaze through a forest, you know, you mark your trail because you want to be able to make sure that if you need to back up, you do, you can get back safely, but you also want to know from where you came. And so you don't make, if you made a mistake, you don't make the same mistake again, you know, and history is important, but you know, we, we erase things, mm. uh, all, all in the name of, uh, equality and everything else. And we tend to divide is what it's really all about, because if they can break us down to little groups, that's it. They control you. Yeah, they they want, and that's why I said that these these months and these uh, uh, special group celebrations are divisive. They are divisive, and uh, you know, for example, Google. You know, Google uh, dedicated uh, their browser homepage to LGBTQ plus, and you know, they keep adding letters to that to a point where it's it's ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, you know, why you, keep adding letters if you got a plus sign at the back of it? Would wouldn't that just cover everything ad infinitum? I mean, why do you keep adding more letters than the plus? But they do that all the time now. But Google had four separate home pages saluting 
the different groups, uh, Pride Month and Gay Pride Month and all, but they didn't have one page to celebrate Memorial Day. They didn't yeah. have one page, nothing. And if you didn't have a Memorial Day, you wouldn't have those freedoms that you have right now. Mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't for, you know, the the men and women, women and men, I'll put whatever you want first, the people that fought for this great nation, if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't have those privileges. So it's not a football game where, oh, our colors are going to outshine your colors. No, it's not about that. We are all equal together. So if you're going to have a celebration, let's celebrate our, you know, our unity and diversity. Why do you think they have these things like Target, these companies like Target? It doesn't make any sense for them to promote these different uh, groups because it's going to have a negative effect in their business. They're being pushed by people in the background to do this because they know it's going to continue to foster that divisive environment. It's, it's, it is a, a bigger plan than you think it is, folks. It's not just a company decision. Otherwise, any logical company would look at their bottom line and say, we can't do what Bud Light did. My God, look, at they lost uh, $13 billion or $17 billion. We're not going to do something like that. But they do it. Kohl's does it. Target does it. Disney does it. All these different companies are doing it. There's bigger money behind the Budweiser's and the Target's and all these big companies of the world. They're just corporate entities. But the big money has a bigger agenda that's behind them, and they're willing to sacrifice that corporate uh, identity and entity and the people that work for it. The hell with you. You're just a pawn, and that's what they are. And we are even a smaller pawn in this pool of pawns that they're trying to divide into little groups and corral. We're being corralled. I see it in the media right now, you know, with the, the victory dance last night. They're saying, oh, okay, nobody got what they want, but everybody got what they needed. And then I heard the big quote of the night, and I'm going, really? They said, it's, it's, it's the return of the moderates. Oh my trying, God! Uh, yeah, no, oh. it is not. But see, they're mm. Korea, uh, corralling some Democrats, the middle people, and and the middle line of the Republicans, and they're you know I'm going, no, 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 we're we're divided. It, it that that little instant there is not a return of the moderates. I don't know how uh, we put the uh, you know, put it back into the bag. I think it's out of the bag and. And, and they've created an environment like if you wanted to stop now doing all these these salute months, if you wanted to say, wait a second, these are too divisive, no more of this uh, uh, salute to this, salute to that. Let's, let's say salute to America, salute to all of us, and let's all move on. How would you feel if they had a salute to Irish month? Month, okay? Why not? How would you feel if they had a salute to German month? Why not? Do you do you think there weren't millions of poor, impoverished Germans who came over here in the uh, turn of the 20th century and struggled and helped put this country on its feet? Of course there were. I mean, they, they, were, they were famous for helping to build our country. How about the Chinese? The Chinese, they built the railroads back in the mid-1800s. You know, they connected our country. But they get no credit. You see a salute to Chinese month? I do see now... They're doing. They're kind of grouping all of Asia. Now they're saying a, an Asian month, an Asian American month. I think they they saluted. I think that was last month, mm-hmm. actually. But 
enough of this nonsense. The first of all, they haven't got enough months to do this. You know, I mean, they haven't got enough months. If they salute every nationality, they're going to need like like 50 months. We only have 12. I am sorry. There was only 12. Maybe we could alternate the months or something like that. I don't know. Uh, it would be nice if we just salute America for what it is. Maybe melting pot month. The salute to you, a united America. A salute to all of us month. You know, but no, these... Well, that's and what I was saying. All coming from the left. This is all coming from the left. They are the ones who are dividing us. They are the ones who are doing it. And it's done for a reason, and not the reason you think it is. No, it's all about control. We we have been a melting pot. We are a diverse country. They'll say, well, then that's why the border should be open. No, that's not why the border should be open. We should have a secure border, and people should be free to want to be a part of this country, but they've got to come in and be vetted properly, and they need to learn about this country and what it's all about, you know, and that's where, you know, we're diluting what, what America is, you know, but... A lot of you know. a lot of wonderful young men and women have died in in the name of our country, and many different uh, just, from many was, different ethnicities. I was just going to say that many different ethnicities. They all come from different backgrounds: yeah. blacks, Asians, Italians, Irish, German, uh, Greeks. I mean, they're, they're all there. That's why it was called the melting pot. It was the melting pot, and I will admit that the, in history, you know, blacks were mistreated, uh, Japanese were mistreated, uh, Indians mistreated, Native American Indians, I, I should say. You know, even to a degree, Russians and Germans, too, that came over right at the turn of the century. Do we have an Amer a Native American Indian month? Probably not. Maybe we should. They were here before us, and... And uh, not everything that was done to them was uh, was a nice thing. You would think the left would be all over that. I, I write I, I, I write scripts, okay, and I go to websites that uh, solicit different scripts, movie scripts uh, from different authors. Well, all of them now say we want to have scripts that are socially important. Oh yeah, have a social theme. They so the want, booger that ate Cincinnati is not going to work. Well, if, if the booger if the booger who ate Cincinnati <laughs> is gay, then it might work. But um, no, it's a transsexual booger. I don't know. <laughs> but jeez, oh, they've taken good shows and they've warped them. They've taken good uh, themes and they've warped them. I don't want to be lectured by Hollywood. Okay, I don't want to go to a movie yeah. and have them tell me how I should be living or what I should accept. All I want to do is pay my, my $12 or whatever it is to go to a movie nowadays. I want to be able to buy a box of popcorn that I don't need, and I want to sit in that dark room and be entertained or sit in my house and watch it on the screen in my uh, big screen TV. I don't want to have a lecture from some fathead 25-year-old screenwriter who thinks he's got all the darn answers. You know, mm -hmm. um, but that's what Hollywood is doing right now. If you are a great writer, and believe me, there are great writers who will never get their stuff produced because they are not politically correct. That's it's that simple. We're missing out on some great programs because some fathead in or fatheads in Hollywood want to be socially important.
you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and that's how it is. I mean, and, and it comes from the top down, by the way. It comes from, I mean, when I, the, I mentioned the 26-year-old producers, but there are some, there are some 60-year-old producers out there, and yeah, they're, all, they're only into money, but they, they look at this social thing as being a, a, a moneymaker right now for them because everyone's talking yeah. about issues. So maybe if we just add some issues, they don't really believe in the issues. They just think it might be effective in selling their, their products. So <clears throat> I could go on and on. I wish someday that a conservative group with money would get together and say, all right, enough Hollywood. We're going to start making really good movies. We're not going to go out there and sh- shove social issues down uh, the throats of the viewer, but we're going to give you something to watch that you can enjoy. You know, we'll give you the exciting entertainment. You know, you, you don't have to swear. A lot of young writers think that they have to add, for example, the F-bomb all the time in their dialogue, okay? They also think that they have to have a lot of nude scenes. They insert a sex scene in movies nowadays that don't they don't even fit in the story. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, they will literally say, this is a good story, but, you know, it kind of drags here. Maybe we can have him uh, getting ready to go out uh, and uh, his girlfriend stop by, and they can... Uh, get romantic and it'll give us an excuse to insert that kind of scene in the movie. That's how they think, you know, and that's filler crap. And you don't need that. You really, no, you don't. And listen, friends, people who know me will tell you, Harrington's not a prude. You know, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a regular guy, but the fact of the matter is it's not, we don't need to pollute our, our society with this garbage. I could go on and on, but uh, we do have some other things we should talk about before we wrap this little sucker up. Uh-huh. The Ukraine bill. The Ukraine is, um, they're trying to tell you that things are going rosy over there for the Ukraine. And I guess Kiev is being shelled. Kiev is Constantly, being, yeah. yeah. If you look at the pictures, the real pictures that are coming in, that was a beautiful city not too long ago. And now it is a worn, torn city. It looked like it, pictures out of World War II. Yeah, and also I guess they tried to uh, send some drones to Moscow, but I guess that wasn't very effective. Uh, the, the Ukrainians tried to uh, be stealth about it, but I guess when the things are making all that humming noise, it doesn't work out all that well. Uh, Colonel Doug McGregor, uh, he talked right. about the Ukraine, and uh, he, the guy's an expert. Listen. Now we're trying to write a, fight a proxy war for all the wrong reasons, and we're killing the Ukrainian nation. They're down to perhaps 14 to 18 million now from an original population back in January of 2022 of about 34 million. Everyone's left that could go. They've either gone east, almost 2 million into Russia, or 10 million west into Europe. And when you talk to them on the way out, as most of the news media have, they say, will you go back? Never. Ukraine is the historic breadbasket of Europe. It is enormously productive. It could be the gleaming jewel economically if we had neutralized it. It could be as wealthy and prosperous today as Austria is. And that was the model, that's what we should have done. Instead, we got this terrible war, and today Russia is not weak. Russia's military is now larger and stronger than anything that we've seen since the 1980s. Its economy is booming. And as I said earlier, 81 nations are headed to St. Petersburg in June for a major conference, the purpose of which is to bring them into this larger plan to back 
currency with gold. And the gold in China, the gold in Russia, the gold in India is just the tip of the proverbial iceberg. It's just the beginning. The question is, what do we do? And these people in Washington have no answers. Yeah. And that's why, the, that's why prices rise, services fall apart, the armed forces are in ruins, our borders are open, and there is no rule of law. We are being destroyed by this regime in Washington. And when I hear him say our armed forces are in ruins, that really frightens me because that guy, yeah. he would know. He's a former colonel and advisor to the president, but also, uh, I believe, a war veteran. And uh, that scares me. But, you know, for every war veteran that says what he says, you know, the left has got another guy that will come in with this other rose yeah. picture uh, that is not substantiated. But, uh, boy, you know, the news is sure there to quick it uh, or uh, sell it real quick. That's true. Uh, there's one guy who I, I, I have valued his opinion very much in the past. Uh, his name is Keen, uh, General Keen. He's uh, an expert on Fox. And uh, it disappoints me because he he's very positive about the war. He thinks it's a good thing. I just don't see that no. being uh, the case. I, I think we're, uh, we're uh, being told a, a, a lie about what's going on over there and our reason for being there. I mean, when they tell you that it's important to be in a war, but they don't tell you what the goal is and the objective is, that should frighten you. Because they're not telling you what the, uh, the the end of the game is going to be. They're just saying we have to keep sending more and more and more stuff, and we got to have the Ukrainians win. Well, what is winning for the Ukrainian? Is it going all the way to Moscow? Is it taking care of uh, Vladimir Putin? Is it just getting our, their borders back and securing them? What is the end game? And you heard it. He said there are 18 million people in the country now. Millions of mm -hmm. Ukrainians have left and said they're never going back. I mean, when, yeah. when you have that happening, that says a lot. That says an awful lot. We are in dire straits. And I also, I look at Donald Trump. I, I love the guy. I think he's, he's so well-meaning and well, his intentions are so honorable. And uh, he's taken hit after hit after hit. Should he... Win in 2024? Yes. Uh, he, I think he has the most uh, support for his candidacy. But the fact of the matter is they own the corruption on the left. They own the corruption. Mm -hmm. they, they can manipulate the system. You've seen it happen. They messed up in 2016, but that was just a miscalculation. They haven't had it, they haven't had it happen since. 2018, no. uh, Pelosi got in power again, and uh, that was, I, I do believe that was manipulation. At 2020, you saw what happened there, manipulation. I mean, it's just, it, it is, in 2022, how do you get a Fetterman for a senator in Pennsylvania? They call Pennsylvania, Alabama, sandwiched, sandwiched between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. It, because the center of the state is very reddish, you know? There are a lot of conservatives in Pennsylvania. I don't like to be compared to any of the southern states because right now what's going on down there, they're being picked apart by the left. Yeah. You know, or, or, or the equation is they're just a bunch of redneck hillbillies down there, and they're not. But, you know, uh, when they say we're Alabama between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, that's a dig. You know, I just so oh, I don't yeah. like using oh, that phrase. Oh, yeah, but, it, but there's some truth to it because Philadelphia – and Pittsburgh are deep blue.
Well, oh, they're too smart for their own britches, and they're not smart. And they're the cities that have the system. They have the system in place to mm-hmm. to manipulate the, the votes. You saw it happen in 2020 with President Trump. Oh, I watched it on TV. I, I saw it unfold at uh, 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. Saw it there before my non-lying eyes. My eyes did not deceive me. They did not lie. I saw it happen. Yeah. And if you were up watching TV, you saw it too. Anyway, my friend, uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, if you want to contact us, our number is 833-538-7868-833-538-7868. If you like the program, uh, feel free to call that number. If you don't like the program, then just forget that number, okay? Just I'm just saying. And there's mail at itsanotherday.com. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're on, um, oh, what else is it? Uh, uh, we got Twitter. We're on um, Spotify. Yeah, we're, we're on we're Amazon. Kind of... We're on, uh, what else are we on? We're on Odyssey. We're on uh, uh, iHeartRadio. Yes, we're everywhere. Anyway, my friend, have a, have a wonderful day. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll do it again on Monday. Stay well. Adios. Adios.